Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Amelia. I'm Court. We are here today <laughs> to talk about our guilty pleasure TV. It's a good time for it. It's summer, you know. Yeah. I'm off. They have, you know, time to watch stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and you have me watching these summer yachting beach shows. I mean, as summer guilty pleasures go, Below Deck is a, a pretty good one. It is. It is. But are there any other things we watched this week that you would recommend that are not guilty pleasures that are, I don't know, you know, part of that prestige TV or whatever? <laughs> Court, you've got good taste. (laughs) Do I though? Um, Actually, sometimes, and when it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been enjoying um, the new series Obi Wan. Um, Two episodes or three episodes are out already on Disney Plus, so that's been very enjoyable. The Boys is back on Prime. Yay! Uh, First three episodes have been dropped already. Um, New episodes will drop every Friday, and. Um, it's bloody and it's very graphic. So when mm. you watch it, make sure there are no kids in the room, please. Okay. Yeah. And of course, Stranger Things, I binge that with my niece and then I'll watch it immediately after again. And then I've been playing Placebo's uh, Running Up That Hill. I know everybody's watching, I'm uh, listening to the Kate Bush one, which is great, but I like the Placebo version of that song. All right. <laughs> Sorry. So far, I've only watched the first episode of Stranger Things. Okay. Season four. I'm holding Take off your time. until they're yeah. all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Smart. Mm-hmm. As much as I want to jump into it, I <laughs> decided to wait. That, that's really smart, Amelia, because what I did after I watched it the second time, I went and I started the series all over again. Wow. I haven't finished it yet, but like I, I needed that taste of the 80s. Oh, and I watched it. Like I was like, why am I watching this? Oh, because you just finished Stranger Things and you felt like watching it. Okay. Both versions. Or... Yeah. Both. They're both on HBO Max. Oh, I didn't know the original one was on there. Just That's... I think it just came this month. Okay. Cool. I watched part one of the remake and it was fine. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Tim Curry's Pennywise was just so like it was hard to you know accept. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. Um, I, I do appreciate the new version that came. Like the guy, it's um one of the Scars Guard brothers. I can't remember his first name right now. But yeah. he, not Bill, Alexander. Bill, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, it's Bill. Bill. He did an excellent job. It was it was very scary. Um, I also enjoyed the adult version. Like, I, I love both versions for different things. Um, which Pennywise is my favorite? Like you said, Tim Carey. Probably mm-hmm. because that's the one I grew up with, and that's the one that freaks me out the most. Oh, yeah. So, aside from, like, guilty pleasure stuff, I started watching Abbott Elementary this week. Oh, nice. Yay. Which I'm loving, and I can't get there at fast enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, that's a good one. I love Quinta. I've been a fan of hers for a while, so... Mm-hmm um so yeah it's a lot of fun oh yeah yeah it's unfortunate there there are only 13 episodes I know right yeah but like next season we'll get a whole 20 hopefully 
or you can go and watch the latest season of Miracle Workers and get a fix for oh, like that because she's in that. Good idea. Oh, cool. Cool. And also, it's just a really great show. Yeah. yeah, I've watched a little bit of it. It's it's kind of fun. <laughs> it is. I love it. You see, I feel like we see a lot of uh, dramatic anthologies and not a lot of comedy anthologies. So it's really great um, in that regard. And you don't get bored with it because each season is different. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Cool. Cool. And the latest season you had Daniel Radcliffe doing a version of she'll be coming around the mountain in fishnets so okay you know why not (laughs) well i i watched a a stand-up special that was kind of related to our topic today our guilty pleasures because it was Mm -hmm. um ian sterling comedian and he's also the voiceover guy for love island uk ah and his stand-up special, it's called Falling, or not Falling, Failing Upwards. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's you know, trash TV adjacent, guilty pleasure adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and another uh, documentary called Closed for Storm on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime um, about a uh, Six Flags theme park in New Orleans that closed, um, you know, the, a few days before Katrina. And mm-hmm. it's still just sitting there abandoned, the, the theme park. And so, you know, they're deciding what to do with the, still deciding what to do with the property. <laughs> of course. And it, it was interesting. Interesting little documentary. That's it. But I've been, you know, <laughs> just watching a bunch of shows that Amelia told me to watch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know how I got this uh, reputation for yeah. trashy reality TV, but. Well, I mean, it started way back with, um, with Catfish. True. Yeah. I will, I will say I, I'm still an avid catfish watcher. I just went through their most recent season on Hulu. Yeah. And their newest season, season eight, just started this week. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I still watch it. I still, um, I'm amazed that it's still on. And I feel like Neve (laughs) has also said that at some point, like, why are we still making this show? Why are people still? Why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, I mean, you, you watch some of 90 day fiance and you're yeah. like, Oh, well, yeah, obviously a catfish. <laughs> I don't know. I guess my like reality show origin story is <laughs> like the real world. Yeah. On yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was in middle school when that started and I was completely fascinated by it and probably watched 10 seasons of it um, before I jumped off and was like, okay, I'm just not doing this anymore. And then recently, like Paramount Plus, I started doing this like reunion um, oh, yeah. series with- I've seen those, yeah. 
They've done it with, I think, three of the seasons now. They're currently running the uh, New Orleans um, season or the New Orleans cast mm-hmm. reunion thing, which if I understand correctly, they bring back as much of the original cast as they can for like two weeks or something um, and just revisit their time on the real world, which um, also kind of interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. A kind of where are they now yeah and I watched one of the one of the MTV um another one was called are you the one I watched a few episodes of that you know a few the beginning and then the very last episode uh, of that one of a season of that one and they put like 20 people in a house and Mm -hmm. Like one of the people here is your perfect match. Find that person, and then you know each week they they you know they pair up, and then um, they find out whether or not they like how many perfect matches do we have, and you know they don't they tell them oh there's two but they don't say which couples are the perfect match. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. And what does that do to you? Like if you pick the wrong person, you know, and then they have this thing called the truth booth where, you know, they can send one couple in there and they find out whether or not they are a perfect match. So, I mean, if you pick someone who you thought is your perfect match and you go in there and say, and it says, no, you're not, then, you know, I mean, it's, it's just cruel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and what criteria are these experts, you know, raising right. to, um, to say that's your perfect match. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand that show. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, Amelia, when you were talking about the real world, um, like your origin stories, I was thinking of my origin stories. Because uh, same with the real world and like the challenge and where they would have those competitions and face-offs. But also over on VH1, we had Flavor of Love with Flavor of Oh my God. In New York yes. and like the others. Yes. Um, I am that old where, yes, I, like that's what I was into. Um, that and the original, well, Big Brother is still on right now. But mm-hmm. I don't really watch the newer seasons. I used to watch the the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what happened. That is not. I, I'm just not into it anymore. Yeah. Um, but it was Big Brother, um, Amazing Race, um, America's Next Top Model. Watched it for seasons and seasons yeah. and seasons. I was here for the mess. Um, I hate how we now know a lot of the stuff that went on behind the scenes. Um, like that. That was messed up, of course. So, like those are my origin stories. And um, a couple, not a couple months ago, it was like maybe six months ago. Susan's like, yeah, Court, I want you to go ahead and watch Love Island. Um, and which one did I watch? Was It was the Australian one, right? I, I didn't watch maybe. the whole, whole thing. Okay. I, I, I watched a good deal of it. And I remember just sitting there watching it where they were coming out 
and um like a guy would come out and he would be a total fuck boy and the girls are just standing there waiting to be picked I'm like what is this and like he would pick one of them and then someone else would come out and then someone else would get picked and I would get so mad because I'm like why are y'all picking the obvious fuck boy when what's his name is right here and he's mm-hmm. awesome so I, I, I can't watch stuff like that now because it makes me so mad <laughs> But there's another one that's coming out. I, I think I sent you a picture, Susan, um, where it's a, it's a black model who's like going to be like the spoiler or something like that. And she looks gorgeous. So, of course, you know, I'm going to be pulling for her to win. I got, I'm going to go look for the picture. Oh, but okay. it's one of the Is new islands. Either UK or US. I don't know. I think it's UK. UK. I'm going to look it up. She UK. looks gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the, the Love Island UK, the new season starts tonight. Okay. So I might ride with y'all for this one where I can start from scratch. And what they do is they put it on Hulu here in the Mm -hmm. U.S. like a week or two later. Mm -hmm. So we'll be able to watch it eventually, legally, you know, (laughs) unless you have a VPN, you know. Somebody's going to have to explain to me how to make that thing work because I'm like, I I got it. I'm like, what now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. (laughs) <laughs> you just reminded me like big brother i think i watched the first season mm-hmm. of big brother or maybe the first two seasons yeah and everybody was so nice right yeah it was so different then yeah mm-hmm. especially like well from the first season to the second especially you know and then um i did watch a little bit of flavor of love um but there was also i think brett michaels did one two that I remember watching um yeah maybe I do watch a lot more (laughs) (laughs) than than you thought yeah Uh, yeah yeah and stuff like that like flavor of love and all of that you know I mean it's like the bachelor and bachelorette I I just don't like those kinds of shows but yeah back when flavor of love came out yeah I did watch it but <laughs> I have never seen an episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Like people talk about it. It's in the lexicon. Yeah. Yeah. So I have one experience because when I worked in DC, for some reason, many, many of the women that I worked with were like the, they call them Bachelor Nation, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I had a really good friend that I was working with who was very into it. And for whatever reason, one season convinced me to watch The Bachelorette with her. Um, and it was the one season, I think the girl's name was Rachel. She was like the first black bachelorette. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and so and I watched. I watched that season because of that. <laughs> yeah. I watched that season um, every single week. I was like, what am I doing with my life? This is, I, I can't. <laughs> um I don't know how people watch that show and I know that sounds really hypocritical talking about all of the other shows that we're watching but you sit there and you watch it and you're and you're like these women are what are they doing (laughs) they're competing for one guy they're mad because he's talking to somebody else or spending more time with somebody that's what you're all here for (laughs) And you're going to be about one person. Yeah. 
No, I think that's, that's the part that, that bothers me too. It's just like, you have 20 people competing for the attention of this one person. And then on shows, you know, like Love Island or something, you know, they have choices. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, sometimes that there are two people left over and get stuck with each other, but you know, then they just wait for the next bombshell to come in. And <laughs> so anyway. Right. And another reason I could never get into like The Bachelor, like those type of shows is, um, I don't know if you guys remember, there was this drama on Lifetime called Unreal with Sherry Appleby where, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like The Bachelor. Like she, yeah. she had her own it version of The Bachelor. It. She was a producer yeah. on it. Yeah. And like, you got to see some of the behind the scenes things that were obviously happening on the real show where all of that stuff is manufactured. They look for the deepest, dirtiest secrets that they can find and bring out all the drama, like for these people, you don't really know what's real, what's been manufactured. Um, And I'm saying this now, but I will watch a housewife show and I I love it. I will. And I will Those are the ones I won't because they're, it's just ridiculous. (laughs) They are. They yeah. are completely ridiculous. And like you, you go on Twitter sometimes and you'll see some of the drama that's spilled over and you know that they're getting ready for a new season. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I watched maybe the first two seasons of Orange County, which mm-hmm. was the original one. Yeah. Yeah. And then it it got to be too like with everything else, it just got to be too much. Yeah. Yeah. I hopped off. Yeah. Like yeah. I've only seen Orange County and Atlanta. I haven't watched the other ones. Right. I mean, they're everywhere now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, um, There's one in Dubai now. Yeah. I kind of want to watch that. I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> you know, when you're, you're talking about Unreal, the show was created, written and created by a former producer of The Bachelor. So right. it, it is kind of a biopic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a reality based Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, even know how to describe it. It's a big giant circle. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, I have like a big list of <laughs> shows that I watch, and but Court, you were watching different kinds of shows. So before, yeah, before. Amelia and I get into our, uh, you know, trashy reality TV. <laughs> yeah, because on, on our homework list, um, you had um, Guilty Pleasures and you had listed that like, you guys were going to be watching that and you put soap operas beside me because, you know, I watch that stuff and those are my Guilty Pleasures. So um, I had been watching like old episodes, like I can go back and watch old episodes from a, a soap opera that's been off the air for 10 years. Thanks to YouTube, please nobody ever take these things down unless mm-hmm. we get proper licensing where some network can pick them up again, because there's nothing like being able to jump back 20 years, 30 years ago, watching a storyline that had your complete attention um, for weeks and months at a time with some of your yeah. favorite actors. Um, I ended up doing that with some of my favorite soap Twitter folks um, with a guiding light um, storyline that was called Kissing Cousins. Um, there was a storyline where um, Kim Zimmer, the iconic Reba Shane Lewis, um, her son, he, her son from long ago who she'd given up for different reasons, he came blazing into town and he wanted revenge. And how did he get revenge? He seduced his cousin oh my <laughs> and God. 
I know it sounds gross, but they were actually pretty hot. And um, there's the fact that they were only half cousins, even though at one point in time, the girl, yes, at one point in time, the girl started to say, yeah, well, we should, our our grandma, and I was like, oh, shit, our grandma, they're half cousins, but the two sisters came out of the same vulva. (laughs) But the two sisters had different fathers and. Yeah. And they weren't raised together or anything like that. The cousins weren't raised together. Um, You you try not to think of that because um, like the actor who played her son was Tom Pelfrey. If you've seen him him in anything, I know you have. You've seen him in um, Ozark, um, Banshee. He played um, the cop in later seasons, like the young cop who had been, I think he was a Nazi, ex-Nazi or ex-white supremacist or something like that. but like he is such a great actor. Um, so like storylines like that will pull you in. Um, and so it's been that. And I had this whole playlist of General Hospital from years where I had skipped out and wanted to go back and, and just to watch again for some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So I have that. And also Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl was my guiltiest of pleasures. <laughs> when that show, the original Gossip Girl, when it first came out, I was like, okay, this is for the kids. I'm 30 something. I've had my 90210. This one's for the kids. I'm, I'm not going to watch this. And what was I doing first episode? Oh, shit. I like this. This is my new 90210. This is great. Um, so I ended up watching a bunch of those. Um, and for me, watching it this time around, I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Um, it's a true guilty pleasure because one of the actors from my favorite parents, he got accused uh, by four different women of sexual assault. Um, and I just, I, every time I see him, like, that's what I think about. Um, but also I'm over here swooning because my favorite couple in these lines that I've seen, I've seen it so many times that the lines, I know them and they still make me smile, but also, wow, you may have done this horrendous thing. So guilty pleasure. I'm taking pleasure in this while you may have been guilty of this one thing. So yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But I, I still had fun. Um, it's like that thing yeah. with, um, with uh, Mel Gibson. Every now and again, I want to watch Lethal Weapon. Yeah, because I, I want to watch Riggs. I love Riggs, and I usually I can't usually separate the art from the artist, but sometimes I do, and I'm a hypocrite right. that way. Right. Sorry, but not the Cosby Show. No, Cosby Show. Yeah, I, every now and again I'll go back and watch, but I'll watch where it's not an episode that's focused on him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's focused on one of, the, one of the others. It's extra hard now because some of the things that came out when he got out of prison and were said by a certain actress. So it's extra hard now because like her scenes were usually my favorite scenes her to watch. Her support of him, yeah. Yeah, like that's hard. Like yeah. I know you've known this man for a long, long time and I don't know what you think of what he has been, that right. he, what he was convicted of. Right. <laughs> but, and just because he didn't do it to you doesn't mean he didn't do it exactly Mm -hmm. especially after that documentary what we watched yeah that makes it hard yeah so but sometimes i can go back and watch that and and when i do i'm in the moment with the other characters and then when he comes on i'm out of the moment the thing that i used to love about this like i don't like i can't watch you and see you as that character anymore you're you now Yeah. yeah So those are my guilty pleasures. Um, I've been reading my romance novels and mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's not TV, but 
on YouTube, I told you, like, I'll sit there for hours and I'll watch other people seeing horror movies that I've seen 30 times, but they'll be seeing Uh-oh. it for the first time. And yeah. I like watching them react to it. So that's hilarious. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've seen Friday the 13th. <laughs> and like just watching them watch it and reacting to it. It's the craziest shit. That's so funny that that's a thing, you know, that people yeah, make like, videos of. Yeah, it's gotten, cool. Yeah, I've really gotten into, there's a guy, Billy Benjes, I think is what mm-hmm. he goes by. And he, he watches stuff and you, you're watching him like react to yeah. stuff. And we will go down the rabbit hole for a couple of hours and just watch him mm-hmm. watching. <laughs> it's weird, right? But it's cool. It's so much fun. <laughs> and I, I think it's because like we can't go back and feel that again yeah you know, we get to watch them feel it yeah oh, that's cool okay yeah. yeah and it's fun when they're like they're going down they're thinking like their thought process for the plot is like one thing and you know that it's something completely different and you're just oh, like just yep. wait. and you're waiting <laughs> for that moment like yeah yes yes mm-hmm. wow I thought of jumping on the Gossip Girl just to touch on that. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen it, but I have thought about <laughs> watching it. But then I they mean, did new ones. So I wasn't sure. Like, do I go back and do the original? Like, I would recommend going back and doing the original. It's fun, and they connect somewhat to the um, the, the new one. The new one mentions its forebears. Mm-hmm. Um, just a disclaimer. The quality as with any show goes down after the third season. It happens. Oh, well, yeah. So Amelia, what was your favorite of <laughs> favorite in quotes of the, uh, the shows that I also in quotes made you watch? <laughs> um, I would probably have to go with um 90 day fiance mm-hmm. again in quotes big big quote <laughs> um just because it's the one that I I was like okay let me let me do it and then three seasons later I was like what am I doing yeah <laughs> um, I and I did I so I found out after we had this discussion I went back to the first season and started watching like from the first season mm-hmm. and I think did the first three seasons and then found out that you were like no I started in 2020 watching this so I don't know right. I haven't even seen those first seasons but I know I I know who some of the people are because of the spinoffs like you know the happily ever after and all of that yeah, I haven't even touched the spinoff right but I don't I don't know it is, it's, I don't know if fascinating is the right word. Maybe mm-hmm. it is like something about these people and these situations. Um, I guess it's the whole train wreck of it all where you're like, I just had, I just have to watch <laughs> um, because I'm curious. So yeah, I, it's, it's interesting. Um, some of my observations, there are a lot of Mormon people <laughs> that go on. Right. Show. Because um, they, you know, they go on their missions. They travel yeah. around the world and yeah. stuff Which happens. I guess, 
I guess makes sense. They fall in uh, love. <laughs> there's a lot of family drama with you people. The people who are on this, there's usually like family drama that comes with along right. with. Is my family going to accept this guy from yeah. Cameroon? Right. So, right. In the current season. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I don't, I, I it, it, it just is. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Peak reality. It is. It is. I'm, I don't know. I mean, because it, if you add up the number of episodes of any reality show, this one is pretty much up there, you know, with all the spinoffs and everything. I, I don't know. Yeah. But then I don't know about all these other shows too. I mean, it, maybe the housewives have more episodes or right. whatever. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but you also, and court, you might want to watch this one too. Uh, Fuck boy Island. <laughs> that <laughs> Is it on Netflix? It's HBO, uh, HBO Max. Max. Yeah, I, I saw, I was like, should I watch this? And I got distracted by Gossip Girl. Okay. <laughs> so, but I saw it. it yeah. I like, okay. Since you were talking about them earlier, the, <laughs> the ones that show up on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Definitely on Love Island. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they, they all are you know i mean they they all thrive in the the party nights you know mm-hmm. that's where they have the most fun because that's yeah. all they do <laughs> i did do i did an episode of fuck boy island after you told me about it i did a couple of episodes of um love island mm-hmm. which was also on your list that you gave me yes <laughs> um Maybe at some point I'll revisit, um, revisit those. Yeah, maybe this, but you know, the problem with a lot of these now, it's that they've got so many seasons out that it's like the people who are applying or whatever to be on these shows, they're all, you know, they're doing it for the gram and for their TikTok <laughs> and for their followers. Yeah. So, I mean, in a way, it's kind of nice to go back and watch the first season and see what the show is supposed to kind of be about and then (laughs) see how it's deteriorated. (laughs) Oh, man. I know I gave you a list. I don't remember exactly what was on it. Um, I know we've mentioned Below Deck already, so I know that. Yeah, Below Deck, which I'm now addicted to and I'm going to be watching maybe well definitely all the seasons of the sailing mm-hmm. below deck sailing because somehow I you know I started with that one and I thought that was the main show <laughs> so, but then I realized when I when I talked to you it's like no that's one of the spinoffs <laughs> because I mean it's like well there are only three seasons I thought there were more so yeah yeah no, they're currently in their third season so yeah started with there. below deck and there's below deck Mediterranean and then below deck. one season of Australia I think that's yeah. brand new yeah because those are those episodes are still coming out and yeah 
So there's just those four. There's the original, there's sailing, there's Mediterranean and Australia. Yeah. And those kind of, those focus more on the crew of whatever boat they're on. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> which makes me laugh. My husband calls it the boat show. Are you watching your boat show? <laughs> <laughs> um, the the yachts are really pretty from what you can see. The mm-hmm. locations are oh, gorgeous. Incredible. Yeah. Um, so that part of it is really fun. Um, it can get messy just like any <laughs> reality show. Yeah, this this first season of this sailing one, one of the crew members is mad because she's like the only one who's not coupled up. (laughs) Okay, so she's like, (laughs) so are you for each season? Are you following the same crew members? Um, Does it change out? Do they switch out like the housewives depending on who's popular, who's not popular? Well, or who gets fired and. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, and who comes yeah. back? Each season, you've got a crew, and that's who you're following. And then, um, basically, their season, that quote unquote season that they show you, is like six weeks long, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got, they'll get passengers on for like two or three nights. Mm-hmm. Um, usually like it's you know the group comes on together the passengers will come on together so it's a family or it's a group of friends or something um and so the crew is is serving that that group of passengers for a couple of days and then they leave and they get a new group um okay but you're seeing the same crew through the entire season unless like susan said unless somebody gets fired which i've seen happen um (laughs) and sorry (laughs) Okay. Somebody, somebody wanted to join the conversation. Um, yeah. And sometimes you've got um, from season to season, sometimes you have crew members who stay. Um, generally, I think the captain for each series is the same. Um, and then, yeah, you have some, some crew who, um, who will come back um, below deck, I think had the same chef. For this, for the first um, three or four seasons, um, that's also another fun part of it. Um, watching um, the food that the chefs prepare, prepare, because um, that that can be, you know, if you're interested in in food type stuff, um, that can be really fun to watch. Okay, but the the chefs I find are like the most temperamental about the guests because they they get they take it personally you know it's like oh the person didn't like my food and you know oh too many restrictions or this one's a vegan (laughs) you know they get offended (laughs) you know (laughs) but group comes in with like a list Mm -hmm. of the foods that they like or don't like or allergies or whatever so and I yeah. have some, I've seen some chefs who serve stuff that is av- on the list of like, I don't like this. And they're just like, I don't care. I'm going to serve it. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to serve it. You're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. There was, there was one, um, I, I think this was 
below deck med. I can't remember now. Um, they had a group of passengers and one of the women in the group had, I think maybe she was in a bicycle accident or something and her jaw was wired shut and she wanted, um, which is sad, but she wanted like everything that everybody else was going to eat. She wanted it, but she wanted it like blended up in the blender so she could just drink it. Um, and it was just, it, you feel kind of, you feel kind of bad for her, but then they clearly did not plan well enough because she would get mad because she wasn't, you know, served as the same time as everybody else. Or, you know, I'm like, if you're in that situation, you need to, you know, plan the shit out. You need to bring you some insure or right. something. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have something to drink. Like, don't put that all on. Them. Have the chef just make you a smoothie every time, you know, yeah. don't try and blend up a steak. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Know. Just don't. Cause that, I feel and like I, that was a situation too. There was some meat that was blended up and I just yeah. don't. That just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't blend everything, even yeah. though, you know, there are those, those videos for, you know, will it blend? <laughs> <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> it was like with a Vitamix or something and he just put you know people would send in suggestions how about a cell phone how about a you know will it blend <laughs> you know <laughs> so no it doesn't work with everything so no <laughs> and uh but yeah I mean I'm enjoying it and so I'll I'll probably be watching that in the background this summer of, you know, all of our other assignments, <laughs> you know, that will be my, my summer shows. Yeah. Besides, of course, the new episodes of Love Island, UK <laughs> and US. <laughs> so. I will say there are some other, if we stick with that, the whole, you know, love and relationship theme there are some others um that i've watched so i've done the whole love is blind thing on netflix um i think reality tv speaks a lot to how willing i am to connect with other people because it's usually friends who are like i'm watching this and it'll give us something to talk about yeah that's Um, right we don't talk about anything else i know (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, love is blind is one that, um, that another friend was watching. And so I started watching that love after lockup is another one that a friend was watching and said, we, you know, you should watch this. And so I started doing that. And that one is people who are in relationships with prisoners and the prisoners are getting out of prison. And so they now have to like figure out this whole dynamic of a relationship now that this like convict is <laughs> and I bet that one is like extra messy it can be really really messy <laughs> and and I hate to say it, there's a lot of like tragic broken women who are like I can I can save this man I can oh. fix this situation and you're like no sweetie (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that one is um 
I've done that one a bit. Um, now, going back to Love is Blind, have you watched any like uh, Japan or Brazil? I haven't. I do want to try the Japan one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were, were you telling me about the? Yeah, I've watched mm-hmm. some of it and it is very different. It, it, it is because, I mean, they're just, they, they ask different questions or, you know, and they had like a bigger age range also, mm-hmm. like the oldest man was like 56. Oh, wow. And I think he got together with somebody who was like 30. So, you know, it's like they don't have a range of ages on the, you know, they're just like 20s and 30s. I feel like maybe they, more of them would be in there. There would be more of an like earnestness to them being in there as opposed to the Americans who a lot of them are clearly in there for the status of, of the situation. Yeah. And like, yeah, I want to promote my band or whatever. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Another one of those that is on Netflix is love on the spectrum, which Um, I think the second season just came out and probably of all of them, this is the one that I would champion the most just because, you know, just as we're talking about the people who are going in there for a specific reason, because they want to promote themselves or their brand or, you know, whatever. I love on the spectrum is people who are on the autism spectrum and they are looking for relationships and, um, there is something a little more genuine about the people who are going on the show. Um, not that it's perfect. It certainly, you know, has its flaws. Um, but in, in general, you get a little more of, um, just a little, the people are a little more likable. Um, Mm -hmm. they're, you know, now I watched some of the the U.S. Um, one that I guess it just came out a few weeks ago, um, and it it the way it was shot, the way it was edited, some of it seemed a little exploitative, you know. It, yeah, yeah, it can it can seem that way. It they're definitely, um, I think. They're definitely pulling the people. I, I'm I'm picking my words very yeah <laughs> deliberately. I they're picking people who are more outwardly um, awkward or whatever awkward or the the autism is a little more evident. I think um, and. Um, I'm not saying that that makes it a bad show. It can definitely feel a little more um, exploitive. Exploitive. Am I saying that? It's a hard word. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it can it can feel a little a little awkward. Um, and um, I say that with 
with the knowledge that like of my personal experience with it, because um, last summer I sat with one of the producers for Love on the Spectrum. Um, my husband is on the spectrum and had seen the casting call go out and said, let me email him and see what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so my, my view of it is coming from that mm-hmm. and the knowledge. Um, Susan, you know, my husband very well. Yeah. He does not, um, I hate to use the word normal, but I feel like that's the only way to really explain it. Like he doesn't come across quite as awkward or if you spend time with him, you're not necessarily going, Oh, this guy is on the spectrum. Um, so it was clear having seen the people that they picked for the season, I was like, okay. And I think I said that to him. I'm like, this is why, you know, it was just the one call why you weren't, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't come back to us for this because you don't, you know, come across quite the way the other people do. Um, so in that way, I, I feel like the people that they have chosen to go with um, are going to pull in a, an audience. Um, well, I mean, would it be better if they showed a like a wider range you know and showed some of the people who are more normal or and then I, had a little I of every feel like, yeah I feel like it would be better because if you're calling a show love on the spectrum and you want to show the spectrum as it is <laughs> then maybe show some of those people who are not so clearly defined as being autistic. Um, and they all, they're also clearly going for people who are looking for relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you know, not someone like not, who are already. <laughs> right. They're not necessarily going to want to show people who have been in a relationship for 10 years. I still, I still like the show. I still enjoyed it. Um, one of the girls who um, came on to date, one of the guys they were highlighting was actually from another um, another sh- another reality show from years ago called Born This Way, um, which was something that ran yeah. on like Annie or something. Um, and it was a show about a group of um, young adults who... Um, maybe had um, like some of them had, I think down syndrome or just some different, um, different abilities, if you will. Yeah. And, um, and that was another, that was another reality show that I really enjoyed um, for the time that it was on. That being said, I will also um, point people to a show called the undateables which I think you can watch some of the seasons on Discovery Plus, maybe? No, wasn't that part of, that was like a spinoff of Married at First Sight? May, well, maybe they or, used the same title. Or was it a crossover? So The Undateables was actually a reality show from England 
that focused on people who were autistic or um, had some sort of disability who were looking for love. Um, And then they would work with um, matchmakers or or whatever. It's a really awful title, I think, um, calling it the undateables because it's just terrible. Um, But it was a fun show as well. Um, mm-hmm. And you can see a different, you know, different kind of um, person who's not necessarily that um, that influencer or looking to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since I mentioned it, yes, Married at First Sight. That's another one that <laughs> it's like I don't watch it that much anymore. I'm kind of the the U.S version is like a little is is uh not the best one it's kind of boring but the Australian one is like the most interesting just because of they have all the couples meet and have a dinner party every week and discuss everything and then have a like a commitment ceremony where um they decide if they want to go on or whatever but in the American one they they get married and then they go on their honeymoon and and all the couples now what they do they all go on a honeymoon together and then um go back and you know they're living their lives and (laughs) whatever and we'll and then at the end of eight weeks then they decide if they want to stay married or not. But in the Australian one, they decide every week if they want to stay or leave. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So while we're at mm -hmm. it, just to touch on a few of the other, um, because there are some other reality shows I've watched that aren't like the um, looking for love. Yeah. 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 Um. So going back to the early days of reality, um, I was very into the Osbournes. Oh, okay. Which is kind of like one of those yeah. first reality uh, mm-hmm. shows following a family. Um, I loved everything about it. I still love the Osborne um, family. And um, I one of my other loves in terms of, uh, in terms of entertainment I love paranormal shows and mm-hmm. Jack Osborne has gone the paranormal <laughs> way so I will watch um all of his paranormal shows um but yeah the Osbournes was another early one for me um but then some of the some of the other more recent shows a lot of TLC stuff um so the little couple um I loved and um there's the little couple was, you know, obviously a two little people who um, they were. She's a doctor, and he's um, some sort of business here guy. in Houston. They were in Houston for a long time. Oh, they moved. They moved to Florida, and then oh, okay. I think they have since moved to Boston because I do follow them on social media. Um, <laughs> it was just a nice, like, kind of wholesome in a way like family um my big fat fabulous life Mm -hmm. I watch a lot I love 
Um, Whitney Waythor, I love all of her friends. So watch that one a lot. I Am Jazz is something that mm-hmm. I binged, I think last summer. Okay. I finished all of that because that was really interesting. Um, I have on occasion watched this Sister Wives. <laughs> um, mostly out of morbid fascination. Um, but yeah. I've listened to other people talk about that and it <laughs> doesn't. Yeah. But one of the, one of the most wholesome ones, and, and it's one that you recommended was the one on Netflix, Old Enough. The little kids, the toddlers running errands mm-hmm. for their parents. And it's adorable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> and there were, there were these boys that went out together their best friends and they were spotting all the cameras and it was so funny because it's supposedly you know a hidden camera show but the camera people of course will help out and keep the kids out of danger so knowing that you know the kids are are safe you know but (laughs) there was um there was one that was this little girl she was like barely two years old and, but her, her errand was just, just, you know, her parents had a restaurant and her errand was to walk down the stairs, get a fish and come back up the stairs. So, you know, she was not crossing any roads or anything by herself. <laughs> so. Yeah. Some of them though, I, yeah, I it was scary for some I don't of them. Know. I don't know how I stumbled on it. Maybe just it popped up on Netflix or I saw somebody post something about it, Mm -hmm. but that's one of those like incredibly fascinated. And I just had to get through all of them. I think the Mm -hmm. longest episode is like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's not a huge commitment. Um, Except that there are like 20 episodes. (laughs) Yeah. Except for that. Um, (laughs) But it is, it is just this, and they're, they're in Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. all over Japan, Japan. So it's not like any so US. it, it, would, it never, would never work here <laughs> no absolutely would never work here nobody uh, would help <laughs> kids would get snatched yes. in <laughs> even in front of the cameras yes mm-hmm. yeah um somebody would be calling cps immediately mm-hmm. um, but yeah they um it it's amazing these like four and five year olds are just like going to the store and like, like, are they going to remember what they need to get? Um, and I love the ones who are just like, they just hand over the money and they're just not sure. And so the mm-hmm. people helping them like, okay, yes. this is what we need and here's your change. And it's so cute. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so cute. But yeah, I wouldn't, I, I, I have a nephew who's, um, three and a half or four I can't remember and I I can't imagine like old enough for his first errand if he were Japanese <laughs> just go across the street and get us some bananas and come back no <laughs> we wouldn't see him again he'd be following like a butterfly somewhere like, yeah. yeah yeah and there there was one kid who did that you know he was yeah. gone for like an hour <laughs> playing <laughs> yeah 
weren't there a couple, I think there were a couple of little boys who were like, they were coming back and they had gotten oranges or something. Oh yeah. The, and they were had to walk up kid alone. Yeah. And like the bag broke or something. So yes. the oranges, or oh. oranges or apples or something kept like rolling down the hill. And oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think so one sad. of the cameramen like finally was like helping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did love how they tried to hide the camera people, though, like have them blend in as like workers on the street or they have mm-hmm. the camera in a toolbox. Yeah. Like, cut out tool like, why are all these keep people carrying these big boxes around, you know? <laughs> yeah. So funny. If you have time, watch Old Enough. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Also, SNL did a really great oh, yeah, sketch. Oh, yeah, they did. Yes. of Old Enough that had to do with like so cute boyfriends <laughs> whether or not yes. be trusted to go out and run an errand <laughs> yeah it's amazing he's 31 i think i'm ready to send him out on his first errand <laughs> yes so good yes <laughs> had the little flags and everything to cross the street <laughs> Yes. How did they, they always, the kids, not all of them, but a lot of them, their parents would give them these little flags to like cross the street. Because they were so short, you know, they had the, (laughs) so that the drivers could see (laughs) that there's somebody there. Yeah. That's part of what makes you nervous, you know? Yeah. 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 But they're very good about stopping for pedestrians there. Yeah. Good. It's not like here. No. Where they'll just run you down and keep going. (sighs) So. (laughs) Um, Another, you know, more fun ones, you know, I like uh, Top Chef and, you know, a lot of the Food Network stuff. And then I watched a couple episodes of Is It Cake on uh, Netflix. Mm -hmm. Found it very annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I just rather getting a second season. <laughs> I mean the the cake creations are pretty cool, but yeah. yeah. The host was what was he discount Joel McHale and he was just really annoying. <laughs> I think he's an SNL guy, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. I think. Um that just reminded me, Cake Boss. That's another reality show. Oh, I used yeah, to watch yeah. a lot, Cake Boss. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We actually took a trip. We went to the bakery um, at one point when we were living um, near DC. We drove up to New York and New Jersey one day and we went to their bakery and nice. their pastries were very crowded. <laughs> it was crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, it was a good pastry. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure if I sat here and thought long enough I'd come up with all kinds of yeah there's plenty of shows <laughs> I, I, you know I hate to admit it I watched probably the first couple of seasons of the Kardashians uh, before they became what they are now um, mm-hmm. and I think it was I think I first started watching it I found it really amusing the way that Bruce Jenner would look at these women and just be like oh my god like what <laughs> is going on here mm-hmm. um yeah now I would not touch one of their shows or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. um 
but yeah. Well, that, that kind of goes to uh, what we're watching for next week. <laughs> we're no, really, because we're back to the seven deadly sins and it's envy. So, you know, that you have Kardashians, you have the housewives and then there's what selling sunset and bling empire selling sunset. <laughs> I, I tried, you know, I watched a little bit of an episode and I'm like, Oh, I hate all these people already. So forget it. <laughs> yeah. Selling sunset is it's Netflix. It's, um, a realty group they're selling very very big expensive houses um the women all look like barbie dolls most of them are kind of obnoxious but most (laughs) well okay maybe i didn't watch enough (laughs) because it was all (laughs) all the women all the men (laughs) no (laughs) yeah that one also gets pretty messy um the circle i don't know if y'all do the circle yeah yeah. um that's another netflix one that i've i watched um, the most recent one and that's you know another you know it's like i'm i'm sure the first season was nice but now they're all influencers yeah yeah i think that's kind of the nature of reality shows though like the first maybe two seasons definitely the first season but maybe the first two you're getting like a genuine um I say genuine like in ginormous quotes like a genuineness to the people but then you get to a point where they're all there for (laughs) Mm -hmm. for a reason yeah Mm -hmm. speaking of Kardashians like yeah famous for nothing so <sighs> well, no sex tape. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> right, yeah, sex tape wave mm-hmm. for twenty years and right? millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And poor Ray J, where is he now? He he's around doing things. <laughs> Didn't he have a reality show too, Love and Hip Hop or something? I'd oh. seen some of those. Not his, some other version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but going back to the cooking shows, like those are my jam. Like I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, like Master Chef is my favorite uh, with Gordon Ramsay. I love him with the kids. Like it's, if you ever seen any of his shows with the adults, like he's quick to yell or like say something super insulting. But the way he is with all of those kids. It's, it's fantastic like he's not going to yell at the children he's going to be very stern with them um if need be uh, but he's never going to yell he's always um it's like really super caring and like the things that these little children can create i'm like wow it, it blows your mind fantastic like even their worst attempts i'm like oh you, you did that you did that so much better than i ever could like they had this mm-hmm. they had the kids um fillet in a salmon and um, I'm like, if I had a knife like that, my fingers would be cut off because, <laughs> yeah, so, like, they're killing it. So, like, th- those are my jam. Like, that's what I end up watching more than that, like, different cooking shows, mm-hmm. um, whether it be that or on Discovery or one of the cooking channels. 
Like they had this one um, that was like, I, you know, I, I love ice cream. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So like they were creating different flavors um, mm-hmm. and like the baking shows. And um, what's our, our summer cooking show? The summer baking show. there's the british one but there's also an american version too that was a lot of fun did you guys see the one um show with leslie nope and ron i'm saying they're fake names were like they yes yes they were creating different um yeah different projects like handmade like that like i like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and i used to love project one way but i haven't seen it in ages I still do yeah. Project Runway. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I love, you know, the creative types of shows. Mm-hmm. So Project Runway, the, um, you know, interior design kind of shows. I'll do um, cooking shows and baking shows. I feel like are the great like television equalizer in a way mm-hmm. because yeah. most people We'll sit and watch someone cook something. Yeah, you don't have yeah. that that divide of like, nah, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that. Um, so those are those are usually a lot of fun. Um, I don't do them religiously, but I do. I love them, and I love that you can just kind of hop in on an episode and yeah, uh, and watch them and and enjoy them. Unlike, you know, other reality shows where you kind of have to have an idea of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Like taking it back to the Kardashians. Like I finally figured out that I can mute that, that word and I don't have to see it anymore on Twitter. Like, why didn't I think of that before? You can. Yes. You can mute it and you never Welcome have to see it again. That's amazing. Because, you know, they had the new show. I think it was coming to oh, Hulu, right. on Hulu. And they kept promoting mm-hmm. it. And I was like, why am I? I don't want to see this. That's right. No. Why were you targeted for that ad? Right. <laughs> like, I have never gone to look for anything mm-hmm. for them. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the, your, your soaps that you follow. <laughs> Maybe. Because I'm sure some of the people that I um, associate with watch that stuff, too. So. <laughs> No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm also like the biggest true crime junkie. So you want to talk like reality? Yes. reality? Dateline, girl. Dateline. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dateline, uh, 2020. Um, 48 Hours has the best theme song of the three of them. <laughs> just throw that out there. Um, <laughs> but with Dateline, you get Keith Morrison, who's just perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Give me any kind of true crime and I'm just like see I should be into those, you know, because it's like a documentary. But mm-hmm. they just yeah. I don't know, the dramatization and whatever. I don't know. I generally love a good cheesy dramatization. <laughs> um, sometimes they're not great. Like they're really bad. Um but Again, Discovery Plus, I feel like Discovery Plus is probably like the greatest app out there because there's so much on it. Um, yeah. But hey, yeah. you're about to merge with HBO Max. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Two power perfect. Yeah. But more clean. Yeah. Um, like how much do I need to pay you? Because I want to keep this coming. The all only of it. channel you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Homicide Hunter. 
to Discovery Plus with Lieutenant Joe Kenda. Um, <laughs> oh, God. That was my, like, nighttime ritual. I would put that on to fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep? Yeah. Yeah. How were your dreams? Fine. No more <laughs> weird than normal, so, you know. You normally dream about homicide. <laughs> I dream about really weird, random stuff, so. Okay. You know. Okay. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Also, Joe Kenda just has this really great voice to just kind of lull you to sleep. Like, okay. So, I obviously haven't seen this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do that, or like Saturdays, I'll do Portals to Hell, which you can also find on uh, Discovery Plus. Going back to Jack Osborne, that's his like paranormal. Okay. Show. Okay. So I'll do that and then go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, I can't go to sleep to anything called Portals of Hell. <laughs> I avoid Nightmare on Elm Street at night. Any possession shows at night. Mm-hmm. Give me Friday, Friday 13th is, is my lullaby. That I'm cool with. <laughs> in Halloween. But Portals to Hell, no I'll watch it in the morning. Yeah, that and Unsolved Mysteries and Paranormal Caught on Camera, those are like my nighttime. That's my nighttime jam. Do you sleep with the lights on? No. <laughs> if I watch anything paranormal at night, I need the lights on. We were having lunch with family a couple of weeks ago, and I have an aunt who cannot do like coffee after a certain period of time. You can absolutely cut this out because it's not neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking about coffee, and she's like, I can't do coffee after noon because I'll be up like all night. And I was like, I can drink a cup of coffee at like 10 o'clock at night and watch portals to hell and then just sleep like a baby. <laughs> and <it's fine. laughs> so I don't know what that says about me other than maybe I'm a little bit of a psychopath, but yeah, that's why we love you. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't play like a psychopath. Like you see me and I'm like, mm-hmm. mostly harmless. Yeah, she yep, appears mostly harmless. However, mm-hmm. <laughs> we know. Yeah. We will, like, like, for the record, like, once I start, once I've fallen asleep or, you know, doze off, my husband will change it to, like, a Harry Potter movie or uh, <gasps> Ancient Aliens. <laughs> That's what we'll play, like, through the entire night. <laughs> So you guys leave the TV on overnight? Oh, yeah. We sleep with the TV on. Okay. I can't do that. I need, <laughs> like, either. complete dark and quiet. No, I'll listen to a podcast, to, but... Yeah. Know. yeah. Mine is set to go off at a certain time. Mostly so I will go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but if I've fallen asleep with it on, it's gone. It's, it'll go off. Which is not good if I'm going on a trip with one of my sisters who has to sleep with the TV on. Mm-hmm. We get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, not rooming with that sister. Nope, yeah. we got a room with the other one. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So next week we're doing the, yeah, Seven Deadly Sins Envy. The homework, the official homework is the talented Mr. Ripley. Ooh. I have mm-hmm. actually never seen that. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
Excellent. It's on uh, Showtime. But look around because it might be on other services too. So yeah. I don't know why for some reason, you know, those things that just like stick in your brain, you hear them once and they're just there. I remember reading a review of that movie mm-hmm. and somebody called it <laughs> the talentless Matt Damon. So now whenever I think of that movie or I hear the name of that movie, I always think the talentless Matt. (laughs) I mean, he showed them like he's had a really long career. So Peacock. All right. Showtime or Peacock. Actually, it doesn't even say Showtime. It just says Peacock. Good deal. Okay. So should be able to all watch it. And I would also suggest... And uh, while you're there on Peacock, an episode or two of of your choice of Below Deck <laughs> series, you know, for Envy, you can pretend to be one of the, oh. yeah, one of the crew or one of the passengers. So. Okay. You can probably find an episode of Dateline where somebody was jealous of someone and killed them. Every yeah. time. It's all there. that's right we need to just expand our uh, definitions here plus this week uh, well we have to get our homework done early because the Tribeca Film Festival starts Mm -hmm. so and we're doing Tribeca at home once again (laughs) for what 10 days Mm -hmm. so yeah that's going to be a busy 10 days oh yeah they had some quality yeah. stuff last time. I'm looking forward to it. Going to your house last year and helping you pack. And you were like, I've got to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, the TV will be the last thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, don't disconnect that. Yet. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Thank goodness. I'm not moving this year. <laughs> so. Anyway, so we will have fun and. Until next time, geek on.